You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps and I'm joined now with Josh Taylor. Josh, it's good to see you. How are you doing? <laughs> nice to see you again. I'm good, thank you. Um, First of all, how are you? Obviously, your fight was scheduled for December 18th in Scotland, and now it's been pushed to February 26th. How's the knee? It's okay. I mean, it's getting there. Um, got a scan on it uh, last week. Mm -hmm. Mostly good news, some bad news, but um, it's getting there. We're getting getting work on it while we're here as well. So went to see uh, our specialist a couple of days ago and then getting some good physio while we're here as well. So, yeah, it's good. We're on the right tracks to it. Mm -hmm getting back to normal and getting back on full and on track properly and uh, getting into full flow training again. I can do everything again. So, yeah, it's, it's going well. Okay. Well, you're obviously here in Las Vegas. Um, we're at the top-ranked gym, and just in the other room, yeah. we saw Terrence Crawford training training next to you guys. Uh, what's that kind of been like? Because there's that chance, the possibility, mm -hmm. yeah. if you're both successful in your next fights, that we may, I mean, you've talked about wanting to fight him. Yeah, of course, um, it's, a, it's a big fight. It's one of the biggest fights in boxing, you know. It's, um, he was the last person to uh, become undisputed champion at my weight class. You know, we've kind of fought, we fought the same opponent in Victor Postel. So we've kind of achieved the same thing. You know, he's moved up and got another world title at uh, welterweight, but I just think that's a, it's a massive fight, you know. So I, it was pretty cool to bump into him, you know, and uh, we just sort of said hello to each other. I wish them all the best for this weekend. <clears throat> he saw, excuse me. He said, uh, "Well done against Ramirez and things like that." And then that was kind of it, really. You know, just kind of said hello, acknowledged mm -hmm. each other, and gave each other a little bit of respect. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. But yeah, it's a it's a prospect, it's an exciting <laughs> prospect that that could be a fight not too far in the distant future. I'm pretty sure he thought the same thing when he saw you uh, walk in the yeah. doors today. Yeah, well, I'm going to be coming up in weight class, you know. Yeah, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a big possibility, you know, and I'll be coming up and I'll be chasing mm -hmm. titles and I'll be chasing the likes of your Terence Crawfords and your, your Porters and your Spences and all that, you know. So um, I'm an upcoming threat towards all these guys, you know, if I move up to, to welterweight after this next fight, given that everything goes well against mm -hmm. Jack Carroll, you know. So, um, yeah, it's a, it is a big, massive possibility that it could be in the next couple of fights. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting times. <laughs> 
you're a big super lightweight. Is it more so you wanting to move up for the challenge of the opponents, or is it also due to like the weight making it easier on your body to, no, to make I mean, weight? I make the weight pretty comfortable. You know, I could probably stay at 140, but I've got nothing left to prove at 140. You know, right. I've proved I'm, I'm the man at 140. I've beat everyone. You know, I've got all the belts. There's nothing left to prove. So for me, mo motivational-wise and for uh, goals and more success is to move up and wait and achieve more. You know, I've done everything I can at 140. I mean, the only thing I've not done really at 140 is uh, box for a British title. Um, and I'm not going to do that now, you know. So it's now it's now going up to welterweight and chasing, chasing big fights up there. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I could probably stay at 140, but for me, there's no really much point. Mm -hmm. um, is now to move up and set new goals, set new targets, keep moving forward and not get stale and not get stagnant in terms of losing motivation, moving, losing sort of, getting sort of complacent in terms of, you know, always having all the belts and not having new goals to chase. Right. You know, so I want to, I want to move, move forward, set new goals, move up to welterweight and become a two-bit world champion. That's what I want to do, you know, so... Yeah, it's exciting. It's Plus, exciting. ultimately, you would end up facing like non-stop mandatories, right? Yeah, well, because that's it. And then you've got you've got all the mandatories, yeah. you've got all the the sanctioning fees as well. You know, they're already lining up. Yeah, as you know, know as you know, the news. Now, so. Mauricio Solomon just said at the WBC convention that yeah. he was saying um, uh, Jose Zapita is actually going to be your WBC yeah. mandatory. So he, they said after Jack Catterall, should you be successful against Jack, you would then have to face yeah. uh, Zapita. are going right. to bring in all the and stuff like that so I mean we'll see how it goes you know yeah. I mean I believe I'll beat every single one of them you know but um, we'll see how it goes um, but I think if I move up to welterweight it'll suit me even better because mm -hmm. I've got a big frame you know I, I've seen most of these guys at welterweight and I'm, and I'm every bit as big as I'm if not a little bit bigger especially frame wise mm -hmm. so when I move up I'll be more natural at the weight I'll put on a little more muscle get more strength and uh, it'll suit me even better you right. know so I'll be a force to I'd be a force to be reckoned with at um, welterweight as well because I'm putting a little bit, little bit more muscle on these wee guns. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll get there. Well, let's let's talk about the possibility of Jose Zepeda. Uh, what do you make of him? What do you think of him as a fighter? I think he's a very good fighter. You know, he's, um, he's very skillful, very slick southpaw, good counter-puncher. You know, he's, he's good at uh, sort of leading people onto the punches and walking them into good clean shots you know he's, he's quite clever so yeah he's a good fighter but I believe in that fight as well you know he had he had a life and death with Ivan Baranchek you know who I kind of I made it tough for myself but it was actually quite an easy fight you know so and I was never hurt once you know nowhere, nowhere near hurt once you know so I think that fight I'd be a little bit too much for him as well but mm -hmm. I'm saying it's um it's still it's still a good fight and he's a good fighter you know it's not my style to bad mouth anybody so between making the decision of, you know, going on and facing your mandatories, if that if, if it is an immediate mandatory that you have to face again, is the goal for you to, to just move up? Most likely, you know, um, most likely, you know, I've, I've got all the belts, I've done everything, like I said, you know, so motivation-wise, unless a real, real big fight comes along, then I might stay. Um, you know, you're like, say, you know, your, your Lopez may be coming up and something like that. Um, that would be maybe that might entice me to stay, or you know maybe the Zapita fight's a big one as well, you know, and just just put everything to bed. I, I believe I don't have, I've not got any more proven to do, but you know it would be another one to be like right, you are the top dog at one forty. So 
Yeah, I think probably the, the national move is to go up to 147. I feel like it's not even about you proving anything at this point. It's more so that people just have, there's other big names that they want to see you matched yeah, with. Well, these these fighters that, you know, Terrence out there and that, you yeah. know, these are the fighters that I want to be in with, you know, the best, the best, the guys that are in the best of the business, you know, and I'm one of the best in the business. Mm -hmm. I believe I'm the best at my, I'm, I'm the best at my weight class. Uh, my weight God, class. I can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> Mumbling, stuttering, uh, so-and-so. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I believe I'm the best. So yes, to move up and fight the best at the next weight class and the best, some of the best names that are in the business at the minute. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I believe I'm one of them as well. So mm -hmm. um, that's, that's goals and motivations for myself. There's so many different routes you could take at this point. We can talk about the idea of you, like if you wanted to fight Teofimo Lopez. I know that you said uh, naturally you would want Teofimo to fight Haney first before. I'm bothered, but he's, he's okay. coming up and trying to, you know, say he's he wanting this fight with me straight away. And he's got a, he's, he's just a clown, you know, he's, mm -hmm. he's a clown. I've got other things. If I was going to stay at 140, I've got other things to do. I've got mandatories to take care of and this and that. So he needs to get in line. He can't just come up and. And, and go for that fight straight away, you know, but, um, and, and plus, he's saying he's undisputed champion, so he needs to prove that he is. For the fact that Dave, Devin Haney's got the WBC belt is, he's not undisputed champion, so, uh, and it doesn't matter what way he got the belt or this or that, the, the fact is, Devin Haney's got the belt, he's a champion at uh, WBC, so, to say he's undisputed champion has to be Devin Haney first, mm -hmm. first and foremost, is to claim that status, you know. Well, Eddie Hearn has said that he intends to make that fight next between the two of them. Who do you favor to win? I don't know. It's quite a good fight. It's a good stylistically. It's quite a good matchup. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they're pro they're both really quite good fighters, you know. So it's quite a hard one to to sort of say. But I'd probably edge probably a little bit towards Teal, but. In terms of boxing-wise and being smart, uh, Haney's really smart at that as well. So I'd say it's, it's, a, it's a good 50-50 fight for me, you know. So I'd probably edge towards towards Haney a little bit, but it is a very good fight, you know. It's a very good fight. What about Gervonta Davis? He does hold the WBA regular title. I know you've had some comments it's about... It's not a world title. I've got all the belts. Mm. So... End of discussion, <laughs> end of that one, because he's, he's, I'm, I've got all the belts, so how can he be a champion at 140? Is that a fight, though, that you would be willing to take if, if it was there? I, listen, I'll fight anybody. That, that If it's right there, from right for me at the time, I'll fight absolutely anybody, you know, and Tank Davis is far too small for me, um, and I, I'd absolutely beat him up to a pulp. Um, I really would. I'd beat him up to a pulp. He's, he's fought no one. And I don't think he intends on fighting anybody anytime soon either. So um, I think Floyd and his manager, uh, Leonard Delablair, whatever, how would you ever say his name, um, he is not intending putting him with any real proper fighters anytime soon, I don't think. You know, he's a. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not too fussed about uh, Tang Davis. Mm -hmm. um, Aside from, I know you said Teofimo is a possibility, obviously the WBC mandatory, Jose Zapita. Is there anybody else that would entice you to stay at 140? Anyone else that you could think of that would be a, a pretty signature fight for you? Probably no. not. I've beat everybody. Um, I've beat them all, you know, so I've got nothing else to prove. Um, so if you go up to 147 and fight the names there, mm -hmm. you know, 
uh, progress is talking about a rematch. That could happen maybe further down the line if he gets and fights someone with a little bit of rankings and a decent fighter again and gets back, and that could happen again down the line. Mm -hmm. That would be a good fight, you know. Um, but apart from that, nothing really. Ramirez is talking about he wants a rematch, which is complete nonsense because he only won about three rounds in that fight. So I've got nothing really to hang around for, you know. Mm -hmm. So move up to 147 probably and uh, try and achieve more greatness. That's, that's what I want to do. Have you had any sort of internal conversations with Bob Arum about, you know, hey, Bob, should, you know, I win this fight, he win that fight, I want, I want to make well, or fight the winner? Actually, and, you know, saying, you know, he sorted me out with a specialist up in L.A. Mm -hmm. to go and see him and stuff. So and while I was on the phone to him, I was saying thanks very much for sorting it out and, you know, we're going to get some big fights. And the first name we mentioned was Terence Crawford. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely there and in the pipeline for sure. Um, might be a little bit of a distance away, you know, I might have to move up to welterweight, get a couple of fights under my belt and then and then challenge for a title, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's, I'm not stupid. I can't sort of just jump into welterweight and go for the fight straight away. But it is a possibility that right. it could happen, you know. It's not, a, it's not impossible, but... You know, it would be a fight that I'd be looking to chase probably sooner rather than later and, uh, and get that fight as soon as possible. Now, let's just say, because we we'll have to be subjective here, let's just say that Terence Crawford does not beat Sean Porter. Mm -hmm. uh, did you still just want the winner or is... Best, the best. You know, okay. whoever, whoever wins that fight, I'm wanting the best. Okay. You know, so if Porter wins, which he might well do, um, because he is a, a terrible night's nice work for, for anybody. You know, he's... Um, He's strong, he hits you round the back, round the head, gets low, uses his strength and makes it a real crude rough night, you know. So there's going to be times in that fight where it's going to be a little bit tough for Crawford as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I believe it's got, I'm really excited as a fan to go and watch this fight, you know. Um, but whoever wins that fight, of course, I want the winner, you know. And even the loser, you know, moving up to welterweight, they're both still big, big names and big, big fights. Mm -hmm. So whoever really, but obviously... Naturally, I would want the winner, and he's got the belt, so that's the one I would be trying to pursue. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how it goes, but I, I kind of favour... I'm favouring um, Crawford in this fight. I think his boxing ability will, will come on top in this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Josh, do you think that... I mean, you're you're still young. you still got quite a bit of time, and you got the height advantage, the size advantage. Do you see yourself eventually maybe one day going up to 154, 160? What do you feel like your max would be for yourself? I think probably welterweight. I mean, I've got the frame to go up to uh, light middle, you know. But um, I'd need to do. I'd need to take my time and really uh, get into the gym and put on size and strength and muscle, which takes which takes a bit of time, you know. So mm -hmm. I'd need to be getting in that weights gym and putting on a lot of muscle and, and strength, you know. Um, I believe my natural my natural advantages are at one forty. I make the weight pretty comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I'm still strong at it, and when I, once I've uh, weighed in and refueled, I'm a monster at it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm way up to, I'll put up like 18, 20 pounds mm -hmm. um, after the day after. So I'm huge going into the ring. So I'm strong at 140. That's my natural uh, advantage. And I'll, and I'll be just as strong at welterweight because I'll naturally get, my body will get a little bit more filled out. I'll right. put on a little bit more size and strength naturally. I'm 30 now, so, you know, my body's getting a little bit thicker and stronger every time. So mm -hmm. um, once I move up to 147, I'll be big at that as well and I'll be strong mm -hmm. at that as well. So um, I think probably welterweight would be the last one, but, you know, you never know. You never know. <laughs>
if a big fight, if a big fight comes up and a big massive payday, you know, um, I'd go up to Lightwater and, and take it. I'll fight anybody. Yeah, I could see you at 154. Yeah, you think yeah, so? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe in five years' time if I'm yeah, still here. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you're, you got time though. You're still yeah. in your twenties. It's not like you're thir- early thirties, and you know. I'm 30, 31 in January. Actually. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were twenty nine. That's because I'm long, young, fresh, <laughs> little puppy. <laughs> um, Canelo Alvarez joined you in the undisputed uh, category. Yeah. Uh, what was that experience like for you to sort of be there? I know you were ringside to yeah, see that. So, um, just that, actually, the fight itself was good, was was really good. It went how I kind of, well, actually I thought that uh, Plant was going to make it a little bit more difficult for Canelo, but um, it was kind of easy for Canelo from the get-go. Um, Plant was very negative, I thought. He did well, he scored some good jabs, mm-hmm. but there wasn't jabs where it was like solid jabs. It was kind of like get away from me jabs, you know, like stay away from me kind of jabs and, and pawing and um, Canelo just gave him a beat down walked him down and beat him down but just the event was brilliant just to see mm-hmm. I went to the the weigh-in and I went to um, obviously the fight as well but just the whole arena and the, the building was just buzzing man yeah. he's an absolute superstar so it was, uh, it was pretty cool to be there were some big faces there and that as well yeah well I also want to ask you about when you went to the the Jake Paul uh, press yeah. conference <laughs> Uh, well, what are your kind of had to go, but uh, <laughs> nah, um, we got tickets for that fight. We were given tickets to the fight, you know. So the least we could do was turn up to um, the press conference and say thank you to S- Mr. Espinosa for mm-hmm. the tickets and and uh, and talk to him and stuff and get a photo with with Jake and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's actually quite entertaining, you know. Although he's not he's not a boxer and stuff like that, but he's 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 pretty good at the trash talking, you know. Yeah. Although it's very hard to listen to at times. <laughs> Uh, and very hard to tolerate, but you know it has entertainment at the end of the day, and he's, he's certainly doing it. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good, and it was more just to say thank you to Mr. Espinosa for the tickets and, mm-hmm. and and getting us into the fight. You know, what do you make of Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury? I think it's quite a good fight, actually. You know, um, did you see how Tyson's like? I guess he said, stuff, yeah, yeah, but not, yeah. not only that, but he said that he, what was his exact quote, his that name. he was going to yeah. disown him if he does not win. He's going to disown yeah. him as a brother, and he has to change his name to Tommy Fumbles. Tommy Fumbles, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good one, actually. You know, it's a, it's a good bet, but seriously, it's, it's, I actually think it's a quite a smart move from Jake Paul because um, there's no pressure on him. He's not really expected to win. Um, Tommy Fury is there's that pressure Tommy Fury's the boxer although he's very inexperienced himself mm-hmm. you know he's not boxed for an awful long time he's quite exper- inexperienced as a professional I went to one of his fights as well where I was working at as well he's, he's quite raw as well as, as, a, as a professional he's got a lot of learning to do in the game so it's actually quite a good matchup you know and all the pressure is on is on Tommy, you know, he comes from the fighting family, he's a fury, he's a, he's a fighting traveller, gypsy man, so all the pressure's on him, you know, and Tyson's putting it on him as well, you know, he's going to disown <laughs> yes. him and this and that, and so it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how he deals with the pressure and deals with the expectation, but I do expect him to come through it, um, but, you know, it is boxing at the end of the day, you never know, um, and you can, you can sit and you can ridicule Jake Paul, and you know he's not a fighter, but I don't believe he's not. He doesn't really belong in the pro game and stuff. But um, you've got to give 
take your hats off to him as well in a, in a sense because mm -hmm. he, he is dedicating himself. He, he's, he's getting the top trainers in. He's putting the work in. He's training hard. He's in the gym every day getting good sparring. So he, he's putting the work in uh, and he's doing it properly. So you've got to respect him in that sense. But um, he doesn't belong in the professional game really. But um, you've got to respect him for, for doing it. It's a ballsy move. It's a ballsy move. And, I, you know, it's, it's kind of a win-win for him really. Right. Yeah. Uh, he tends to have like I've noticed since his last fight, he's starting to do like these, these like bets. Like if I win, I have to do this. If you win, you have to do that. Well, you know that he had the tattoo. Remember, he had, Woodley had to get the tattoo. What did he have to get? I love Jake. Did I love Jake. Did yeah, he, he got done? it. Did he get it done? He got it done. <laughs> he got, yeah, he got it done get on done, his yeah. middle finger, right? His middle finger. Now. This would be with Tommy. If he loses, he has to change his, if I remember correctly, his Instagram to Tommy Fumbles, correct? Yeah, Tommy yeah, Fumbles Tommy, or something, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what does Jake have to do if he loses. It's 500000 500000 Oh, he pays him $500,000. That's right. Right. Oh, that's a good bet, you know, but I say. <laughs> what do you make of that? Is that something that, you know, would you ever do something like that? Like just for some good old trash talk, throwing a, a good old wager? It's, it's entertainment at the end of the day, but. <laughs> And I'm not confident in myself that I would take that, you know, um, especially if I was Fury. You know, if um, if I was Fury and I got offered that, she's like, okay then, easy money, easy 500 right. grand I'm going to make. You know, so that's that's a wee carrot dangled in front of him and it's entertainment <laughs> for everybody to, to tune into the fight, which they will, because I find him quite intolerable when he's on the when he's on the social media and things like that, but in person he's probably quite sound, you know, mm -hmm. but... Um, uh, I find them quite intolerable and real irritating, but at the end of the day, it is entertainment, and he's certainly doing that. We're doing things like that, and the things he's saying and stuff. So it's gonna it's gonna bring big numbers to to this fight, especially with Tommy being the boxer and, and right. things like that, you know. And so it's gonna it's gonna bring big numbers. It's it's quite and it's quite a fun fight, you know. It's not really one that I'm really that overly fussed and interested in watching, but I probably will because well, be I probably will because. It's, it's fury and you know the the interest in it is it's a fun it's not really as a boxing fan I'm watching it for us because it's the fun and mm -hmm. you know and, and there is a boxer involved in, in Tommy Fury so um, the pressure's on him so it'll be good to see how he deals with it but you're going to be there no I don't know I don't think so oh. I don't think when is it oh it's December 18th supposed to be on no I, I don't think I don't think I'll be there I think uh, I'll be with Lee and stuff. There, there's boxing on Chisora's undercard, so okay. I'll be at that and watching that. So I'll be there with, with my little brother Lee watching him, okay. so and supporting him. Yeah, Lee and Mark also signed to Probellum. Yeah, good news yeah, for them. Good news. So yeah. say they're going to be getting on all the platforms and all the big fights are going to be shown on Probellum. Good thing about Probellum, they work with all the promoters and all the all right. the all the platforms, so they're not tied into you know like the Sky Sports, which is the biggest one in the UK, mm -hmm. but they're getting to go on all the platforms, which is which is which is great, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's good for the lads. Lastly, well, how are you enjoying uh, Las Vegas? It's decent, you know. Um, we're still here. I'm actually here just training, but I'm, I'm enjoying the food and going around at the weekends, looking at bits and bobs. But uh, you can still splurge just a little bit, yeah, right? Because I mean, you got enough time. Yeah, Chick Fil A is my favorite <laughs> at the minute. I was just gonna ask you about Chick Fil A. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant! Yeah, oh, it's great. After the gym, I'm straight up to Chick Fil A, getting a burger yeah. and chips and uh, I was the strips. actually, I was actually gonna ask you if you wanted to go to Chick Fil A. I swear to God, oh, I want to go to Chick Fil A. How good is the sauce though? Oh, it's bomb. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, it's brilliant. We've got yeah. about five bottles of it in the in the fridge in the yeah. house. Yeah, put on everything. Wait, they sell that? They sell yeah. it on its own? Yeah, you can sell the, you, they buy the little bottles with the meals and stuff. We've got to get you sponsored by Chick-fil-A. Six bottles in the in the house. It goes on everything, man. It's brilliant. Yeah, it is good. It's like a little magic sauce. Have you been to In-N-Out, though? I've never been there yet. I need to try that. I need to try that. Josh? I need to try that one. In-N-Out is the way. Heart You've got to go. We're looking, at, we're looking at maybe go that one down Fremont Street. But Heart Attack Grill. The last time I was there, there was a thing on the, before my fight, at the front of it, a 10,000 calorie burger, and I was like, I'm going there after the fight, but I never got around to the chance of doing it because I was out, so I never got around to the chance of doing it. <laughs> well, you have to try In-N-Out. In-N-Out's actually healthier than yeah. Chick-fil-A. It's because it's not fried and, you know, it's, in my opinion, it's healthier. It is healthier. A diet burger, is it? Well, it's, 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 it's as clean as you're going to get when it comes to fast food, I think. Oh, well, we'll try that, but yeah, probably Chick-fil-A. I'm going to get all the comments going, you're wrong, it's this much <laughs> calories, you're misinformation. Um, well, thank you so much for your time, I appreciate it. It's always great seeing you, and uh, unfortunately we weren't able to, I was going to be there December 18th. Yeah. Um, but uh, now we'll, ha we'll see you February 26th. Same location, correct? Same, same location, venue, everything? Yeah. yeah, same location in Glasgow, the Hydro, just uh, on February 26th. So, yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Yeah. Well, I wish you all the best, and we'll catch up with you um, hopefully before the fight. And any final words? Anything you want to say? Any no. message you want to send to anybody, Josh? No, not at all. Just thanks for tuning in, and thanks, fight fans, for tuning in. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's it. All good. Cheers. All right. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Bye, fight fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.